The Vale Podcast. Local people telling local stories for Mildura Living Magazine. And we're at Mildura Living Magazine today. And we've got Jesse Funky Cold Medina. Of course, that's your. Is that? Do we call that your stage name or your ring name? Yeah, that's my. That's my fight name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Um, how are you after your fight? So we spoke to you. Gosh, it would have been back in June. Yeah, it would have been about then. May or June, yeah. I think. And you're preparing for the demolition fight tournament. Explain it to us. Yeah, so I had a, an event. About two weeks ago, God, two weeks ago now, the demolition fight tournament mm. um, was for a belt, but unfortunately I didn't win that one. So back, well, sort of back to in the gym now, and just hoping to get one in before the end of the year. So this is the one that you went down a weight class, yeah? No, I, I'm still the same weight class. I still oh. want to go down a weight class. But okay, it's just a. Long. It's an extra five kilos. Yeah. And there's not much of you now. Yeah. Where are you going to lose five kilos from if it's not from muscle? I don't know. <laughs> I do like my food as well, so that's the hardest part. Yeah, you just smashed an Are You OK Day Kit Kat. Yeah. Um, so talk us through it. So, and I know you're probably feeling yeah. a bit bruised and stuff because you expected a good, a decent result, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So, look, it's. I felt good leading up to it. Training camp went really, really good. Felt fit, felt strong. Weight was – I had to lose a little bit of weight for it. On the week of the weigh-ins, was pretty good. Just smashed every – just kicking goals. Woke up on the day, felt good, and then just walked into the cage and I just wasn't feeling right. I was just I – I don't – there's a whole bunch of things that could have – like I could try to narrow it down to, but I just – didn't fire on the day, unfortunately. Really? Yeah. I wonder why. Like when you say you walked in, you just didn't feel right. Uh, do you reckon it was so much hype before it and you just fell flat or? Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. Like because my fight previous in November last year, I was nervous going into it and I was like, like really, really nervous. And this one, I wasn't nervous. I'm standing mm. there going, oh, just I'm not, I don't have any adrenaline right now. I'm just trying to psych myself up for mm. it and it just didn't come. Nerves are a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Aren't they? Yep. I was trying to make myself nervous <laughs> and they just weren't coming. Really? <laughs> yep. Wow, I wonder why. Yeah, unfortunately. Mate, was it – well, again, I mean, if you don't know, I'm not going to know, but we can try and yeah. unwrap this. <laughs> Could it have been – like there was a lot of hype beforehand, so you, you just spent in adrenaline or because you were feeling so good and had smashed out um, training camp? Were you feeling confident you didn't need to be nervous or what was well, going on? It could have been. Like that could that is part of it. Um, like the fight was ended, ended up being 11 o'clock at night. So I'm like, oh. that, usually I'm in bed by then. Whoa. So that could have been. Didn't really like had my last meal. I, I didn't really time my meals right as mm. well. So it could have been a bit flat from that, but it's just so many different Jesse, it was 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. You asked me to do anything <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night and I'm far <laughs> from an elite athlete. But you're not, you're not getting anything out of me at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. What time did you sleep to that day? Oh, it was pretty early. I did have a little nap during the day as well because yeah. I was just – I was a bit wrecked. Is that me? just how the fight card unfolded? Yeah. It started at about 6 o'clock, but because I was main event, yeah. it was literally by the time everyone else fought, it was mm. – I think it was past 11 o'clock. <laughs> <to be laughs> Which honest. is so – like 
For those of us that buy pay-per-view events, yeah. when you wait for the main card and it doesn't get on till it's really annoying, especially yeah. when you've paid 70 bucks to watch a fight. Yeah, exactly. It's really annoying. <laughs> I've never actually put myself in a fight as, well, why would I? Because I'm the one paying for the, I'm being selfish about it. I'm paying for the fight. But I've never actually thought of what that does to a fighter yeah. to be pushed back to 11, 10, 11 o'clock at night. Like, that must be just draining. Yeah, and that's exactly like the guys from work. They were watching it at work at eleven o'clock at night. Oh my God. I'm like, I wouldn't have that much commitment. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't watch me at eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> well, at least they're dedicated. Exactly, they'd be your biggest fan club, though, wouldn't they? Yeah, they're, apart they're, from your kids. Pretty much. Yeah, they, they just love it. They always watching it. So. Do they? Good on them. That's good though. At least you've got the support around you. So how you didn't come straight back to work at Elders Insurance straight after the fight? No, though? I was planning to, but. Were you really? Yeah. like You were a main event in a professional MMA fight and you were planning to just go back to work on Monday. Yeah. Like, I was, don't be ridiculous. No, I was literally, <laughs> I've done it many a times before and I was like, my girlfriend and one of my training partners, they were driving back and mm. I, I thought I was pretty good afterwards and I'm like, oh, I can drive back and they're like, you're not driving back because I got a bit bruised up, mm. got, got concussed. Did you? But I didn't realise I was concussed until the Monday. So I seen... I um driving back and I'm like, I can drive. And they're like, no, you're not driving. I'm like, seriously, I'm fine. Pretty talkative. On Monday rolled around. I called up um, work. And I was like, look, I'm actually not feeling the best. Can mm-hmm. I just have today off? And they're like, yeah, sure. Make sure you go see the doctor. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll see the doctor because everyone's harassing me about go see the doctor, go see the doctor. Yeah. Seeing the doctor and then he gave me a few concussion tests and I was like, okay, maybe I am. Wow. Because like, as soon as I closed my eyes, he like, made me do balance tests with my eyes closed. It was like he was pushing me over. Wow. Like, maybe I am a bit. So it could have been delayed concussion too. Yeah. Which like, can wreak havoc on you. Yep. Imagine if you had it driven back. Yeah, so did you, you guys didn't drive back on the on the Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> You're joking. Yeah. Wow. Let's not make a big like a big deal of it. Um, so if you had, if you went to the doctor on the Monday. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then when I started doing that, I think it all of a sudden just hit because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, mm. I was like, I was wrecked. Knackered. Yeah. Like yeah. had to do like at home half a day and then I'd just go to sleep. Couldn't, mm. couldn't watch Netflix, couldn't, couldn't go on my phone. <laughs> I literally could, couldn't really read, couldn't, wasn't allowed to drive till Wednesday. I was just yeah, pretty right. much in bed. Well, concussion's pretty serious. Yeah. That's it, my first one too. Is it really? Yeah. How long have you been fighting? Oh, at least. Over 10 years yeah. now. Yeah, and that's your first concussion. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I'd be fighting for that long if, yeah. I knew if it happened previously. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a pretty good point. But it, it does really mess you yeah. up, doesn't it? Like even if it was like a – I mean, it's a decent hit to give you concussion, yeah. but you can get concussion just from getting hit, whacked on the chin in the right spot. Yeah. But you're out for – and I've only had one concussion, but it was the same thing. I thought I was right that same day. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not until you wake up the next day and you go, oh, actually, yeah, maybe. I'm a bit wrecked. <laughs> mm. So did you take that whole week off then? Yeah, so I had the whole week off in the end and only come back to work Tuesday. So Yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, yesterday, right. Yesterday because, yeah, so I took it yeah, Monday as well and just looking at the computer screen, that was hard in the morning. Yeah. Like, like the good thing about work, they are really supportive. So they just said take take what you need, mm. do do what you can if you can't work a full day, don't work a full day. We don't want you not to be able to come in for the rest of the week. Yeah. 
are really supportive. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's good to have a supportive workplace, yeah, exactly. especially when you're doing something like you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So if you you said you want to have one more before the end of the year. Yeah. It's September. Yeah. When are you going to fit another one in? Hopefully end of November. That's the next one looking looking like. Is it difficult to get professional fights in MMA or no? Yeah. It's It sort of depends. Like the stage I'm at now, it is pretty hard because mm. I've had 20, I think it's 26 pro fights I've had. Yep. And a lot of the guys with the newer guys, they don't want to fight someone with a lot of experience. Of course and they don't. They'll get beaten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then a lot of the experienced guys don't want to, like, they want to get paid a lot of money to fight another experienced person. Mm. And then some of these promotions, especially coming up after COVID, they don't have enough money to pay for the experienced guys and fly them in. And they're like, so they're like, well, we're not going to put that match on unless mm. you got both of you take a pay cut. And then the other guy's like, well, I'm no, not taking a no, pay cut. What for am that. I going to do that for? Mm. Yeah. And why would they need to? Exactly. So if you're talking about like these promoters come to you. Yep. Uh, do you have promoters chasing you at the moment and do you do are you one of the ones that'll say yeah no I'll take a pay cut to get another fight it's uh, yeah I do I do take a like there's not a lot of money involved I was gonna say, are of, we talking about a million dollars <laughs> here or what <laughs> it's yeah there's not a lot of money involved it's like maybe if the like $1,000, $2,000. Oh, not, that's it. Yeah, it's not much at all. That's it. Yeah. You're putting yourself in that cage and getting concussed for 1000 bucks. Yeah. That's dedication. Yeah, so it's not like there's a lot of money in it, but then you just go, well, if I'm fighting, just make it fair because you've got to pay for your yeah. – there's a lot of things involved in fighting. You've got your dietitians, you've mm. got your strength and conditioning coaches. So your fight doesn't pay for itself. No, exactly. And then you've got your training costs, so you got – it's – yeah, people go, oh, it's like it might be $2,000 you get. It's like, yeah, but. Yeah, this but it's cost me 10 grand to yeah, get here. i got my physio i got to pay for. Yeah. I've got, yeah. So do you have sponsors? At the moment, our club's got sponsors for our fight team. And that's Mildura MMA. Yeah. Yep. But then individually, I've got a few sponsors, um, but not any major ones at this well, stage. Well, give your sponsors a plug. Yeah, I'll say Elders <laughs> Insurance. <laughs> oh, they, they're a sponsor. They're a sponsor. Oh, good on them. Yeah, they're a major one. Yeah. Um, we got, I always say this wrong. Hugues Transport, there. Oh, yeah. One. Yep. Um, I'm in a bit of a blank. Lifestyle Chiropractic, mm -hmm. they're one. Oh, you need a good chiropractor. Yeah, need a good, good. Yep. Uh, Snap Fitness, yep. they really help out with the gym side of things as Excellent. well. Excellent. So Joel's really great there. Yeah. They're 24-7 too, aren't they? Yeah, 24-7. Yeah, right. so. I reckon I've only ever been in there once when it was brand new. It's pretty good. Like, mm. And the good thing about the 24-7, I'm there at like 4.30 in the I was going to say, so. you can go whenever you <laughs> yep. want. So you train at like, you're part of the 4am club? Yeah. Unfortunately. Ew. Ew. But I suppose it, when – so how many times – now that you've recovered – well, have you recovered? Not yet. I'm probably another couple of weeks off fully training again. I've got the clearance for light exercise, but I'm just – I've still got a little bit of symptoms, so I'm just waiting. Yeah. It can clearance. take months to recover yeah. from a concussion. Months. And it befuddles me. The AFL will say you can't play the next week. That's good. You should shouldn't be playing the next yeah. till the next month, and especially now we see like boxers and yeah. f and fighters and footballers coming out with um the CTE sort CTE, of CTE. Yeah. That's I could I had a mind blank too. Yeah, um, it's scary stuff. Yeah, they had something on um might have been a current affair the other night, mm. and I'm like, why is this coming on? Now that I've got a concussion, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is this it's the universe. <laughs> yeah. It's the universe telling you. So you're how old? Uh, thirty one. 
How many years do you reckon you've got left? Look, I probably thought that I'd only have maybe one, two fights left in me. Like my body was really sore probably about a couple months back. But then now seeing Maddie at Fortitude Health Mm. and she's – She's a lot – like, she is a miracle worker. My, is she? My what body, does she do? She just fixes me. Naturopath or myo or no, – Physio. Physio? Yeah. Ooh. And she – like, I just feel like, yeah, she's extended my shelf life for another – Really? Yeah. That good? That good. Like, I was struggling to, like, walk, train. Like, I struggled to literally try, try to train and then – I'd walk out of there and be like, okay, who am I going to beat up tonight? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's good. That's what you want a physio to do. Yeah, exactly. So who is that? Uh, Maddie Boyard down on Fortitude Health. Right. Yeah, so hmm. she's. she take new patients? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's pretty booked out at the moment. But she's got a lot of people love her because she's that good at what she does. Yeah. Thing, so. Wow. Once you've got a good one then, yeah, stick with them. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So you'll keep going for a few more then? Yeah, I think. So my goal is get this one at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I want to get a rematch with this guy that I just lost to because, like, I could have had a win, but, like, but yeah, there's a lot of things that could have happened, but I reckon. The 11 o'clock at night thing yeah. happened and that stuff throws you out. Yeah. It really does. Like. And like you said, it was only – you didn't lose by much. I, so I, I could have won, but then like in the first round I got him in an armbar mm. and his arm popped out. And as Did soon, it? Yeah, as soon as I heard oh. the pop, I sort <laughs> of like looked at it and I looked at the ref, I sort of – I like loosened it a little bit mm. and then he got out of it and then got the concussion in the second round and then I was downhill from It was downhill from there. Yeah, so lost in the fourth round unfortunately. <sighs> But still, it was 11 o'clock at night yeah. and you're still human when you feel someone's arm pop out yeah. <laughs> and you have a little bit of compassion and go, uh-oh, yeah. whoops, I've really hurt him. Yeah, like looking at the ref and going, yeah. are you going to stop it? He was, and he didn't. No, he just he kept fighting. I was like, so credit to him. He was. Yeah. He didn't give up. Yuck. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yuck. Oh, yuck. But good on him if he's going to keep fighting. So will you get that rematch? I think if. If I get a win first, mm. then I can actually ask for a rematch. Right. I think it'd be a bit rude of me just going, hey, can we have a rematch? <laughs> <laughs> I know I can beat you. Yeah. Fight me again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So do you have anyone in your sights that you want to fight next? Uh, not at the moment. I've messaged a couple promotions and just said, hey, mm. let's." they're both around that end of November. Like, So there's more events on? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just be like, let's – what can – who have we got available? Yeah. Let's, let's see what we can do. <laughs> Give me someone brand new yeah, so I can smash them. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my confidence up. <laughs> yeah, give me someone that's had one professional fight and lost that one. Yeah. Get your confidence. But it's not a bad plan. Yeah. Although I, I don't think that will take it either. I was going to say, well, exactly. If they're not going to take it, then it might be just as rude asking for a rematch yeah. when you've come back. Oh, but anyway. Um, no, the 11 o'clock thing, I didn't realise it was so late. I knew it was a you were the main event, but I didn't realise it was so late. Yeah, it's just and that screws with you. Yeah. So and again, I don't want to put you and our B grade ball team in the same sentence, but we played the last round was a twilight round in the football netball here. Yeah, makes a huge difference. Yeah. Like it was only a netball was only an hour and a half later. 
But when you yeah, are used to that same that yeah. same routine, and that adding on the ex, like you've had you've had a whole day and a whole night, and then expected to fight. Yeah. When you should be sleeping. I should be, I should be long in bed. Yeah, exactly. It makes a huge difference and you yeah. feel sluggish and your brain's switched off because of that circadian. Do you like me trying to justify yeah. like a sports psychologist yeah. of, mate, it's not you, it's the whole thing. It's the whole event. Tell them to bring it earlier. Exactly. Tell them to bring it up like a lunchtime fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or 4.30 in the morning. That's when you train. Yeah, You'd exactly. be perfect Done. then. Yeah. Well, let us know how you go with um, – with another fight, yes. and I'm going to come into elders if they're going to watch it. Yeah, for I'm sure. coming in instead of. Oh, I haven't even got Foxtel anymore, so I can't even pay for fights anymore, which is a bit disappointing. <laughs> I'm now gainfully unemployed, so I need to save money for now. For now. <laughs> yeah, exactly for now. For now. Well, um, how is work going? We better cover that off first. And no, they're one of your sponsors. It's been good. They've been busy. Like come back and they've they've done a lot of stuff as well. But yeah. Hopefully, touch wood, no hailstorms or anything anymore. So. How, how, what was the fallout after the hailstorms here? Oh, I think there was a little bit, probably not as much as what yeah. we thought. Sharon was saying that Brit's car got hailed. No, hang on, that wasn't Sharon, was it? No, someone's car. I've heard of lots of people having their cars damaged by the hail. Yeah. Have you, you haven't had any claims like that? I'm not oh, too sure. You've been away. Yeah, oh, of I've course you're not away. too sure. You can't remember anything. You've still got concussion. Yeah, exactly. How is your memory? It not, it's pretty good. Like some of it's things in the fight I don't remember. Yeah. Like I remember a lot of it, but there's some I don't yeah. actually remember. Still a bit foggy? Yeah. Like, mm. yeah. like just sort of mainly looking down, looking up too quickly, I just get real get, lightheaded. Yeah. And, yeah. That That's, vertigo feeling. Yeah. yeah, right. That's about it now. Mm-hmm. I don't have headaches anymore, which is good, but mm. I just want to be symptom-free before I go back to training. Yeah. So if you're doing light stuff now, is that – just running or just light weights or lower intensity stuff? Yeah, I think it would be just that, light weights, light mm. run, just don't get the heart rate too intense, <laughs> <laughs> which would be a walk. Yeah, I was going to say, so you're walking then. Yeah. Does that frustrate you, walking? No, I haven't done anything yet, but I'm probably just going to give it another week before I even try. But if you were to go out, given how hard you do train and run and all that kind of stuff, if you were to go out and go for a walk with your girlfriend, is that incredibly frustrating? 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might be. The guys from work, because we, we got a mixed netball team, they were playing on the weekend and I was just sitting on the sideline with support and I'm oh. like, I really want to get out Oh, there. You're not frustrating. I'm just like, come on, please, can someone – hurt themselves so I, can get, <laughs> so I got an excuse to get on because none of them would let me get on either. Well, nor should they. <laughs> exactly. At least they're doing your thinking for you. Exactly. Yeah. You just get too competitive. Yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't even go. Yeah. If you can't play, just don't go. Exactly. Take yourself out of the equation. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that um, Elders is going along smoothly. Hopefully there won't be any natural disaster. There was obviously a hole in the roof here and some flooding after all that rain that we had. So, luckily, they're well insured here at Mildura Living. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> and I'm sure the claims process was very smooth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd want to hope so, <laughs> wouldn't you? All right. Well, Jesse, best of luck for your next fight. Best of luck for your recovery. Thank you. Thanks for coming in today. And we will talk to you before your next fight. Yeah, perfect. The Veil vale Podcast. We're going to make it a little bit more about sport because... It's September. And Shamo's home. How are you? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me again. Oh, thanks for coming in. Thanks for making yourself available. That's all good. How long are you home for? Uh, A few months. Got off until uh, November and then, yeah, back into it, hopefully. So, you're on holidays. You could help out with the campaign. 
Uh, could do. Actually, that's a really good idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're yellow t-shirt, yellow t-shirts. Uh, could rock one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you could. Ro- Actually, that's a really good idea. <laughs> Jesse, do you want to help out as well? Jesse Zafina's yeah, okay. here. How are you? Good stuff. Good. Now, I hear, after bailing you up yesterday, that you are on a career path that's yeah. pretty exciting. Yep. What are you um, doing? Um, right now, I'm becoming an ACO which is a ambulance community officer. Yep. Which means uh, for now I'll be assisting the paramedics and driving to and from halfway up Madura. Yeah. So do they do the switch over at ha- halfway now, do yeah. they? They stop it unless they absolutely have to go straight away. Yeah. They stop at a rest stop about halfway up and then switch over. Do, you, do they? Yeah. I didn't realise they were doing that again. Oh, uh, when they need yet. to, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, have you gone through? Have you only just started the training? Yeah, I've had one um, or two induction days. Yep. Out of the four. Yep. Um, we've got this weekend. I'm doing the next two. Yep. So that'll be ever at the hospital. Oh, so you don't even have to travel for that? No, nah, I just go to the um, branch, the Robinvale branch there. Great. So, who does your induction at the Robinvale branch? Um, well, Jason Smith will. Mm, dunk. <laughs> Ignore that. <laughs> Jason Smith will do it um, once I do the branch induction day. Yeah. Which is a, I think, in a couple of weeks from now. Okay. But um, for now, it's a paramedic from Swanee named Joe Colombo. Oh, Joe's one of our favourites and a friend of the show. He comes on this podcast regularly. Yeah, and the other one, he's a local Madura boy. His name's Brody Thomas. He's another paramedic. I don't know that I know him, but Joe, so Joe's a very, very clever man. You'll yeah. learn a lot from him. So he's a Micah as well. Have you got yeah. any aspirations to be a Micah? Maybe. But for now, I'm um, set on the paramedic path. So, because you were thinking about when we spoke, when you were just finishing year 12, you thought Army? Yeah. How did you – did you apply for the Army or uh, reconsider or just go – Reconsidered a, a bit because yeah. I've got a, quite a bad knee, so I'm not yeah. sure not, I'll be able to get in mm. with that, given all the injuries I've had on that knee. Yeah, okay. Have you had surgeries on it? Uh, I haven't had surgeries on it, but I've – Always, I've been injuring it consistently mm. throughout the years playing footy. Is it like medial ligament or just a stability type injury thing? Uh, oh, a couple of years back, I cracked my the bottom of my femur. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Which Ow. ended up messing around with the muscles in there. Uh-huh. Made them incredibly weak. How? Yeah. How old were you when you did that? Uh, fifteen. That'd mess up your growth plates too, wouldn't it? Uh, probably not. It wasn't going very much. Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could have been a man mountain. <laughs> no. No. So if you've only just started, how many – so is it a weekend training thing? Do you have to go away? How long is the training for? Uh, for the training is for a Cert 2 in emergency first aid. Okay. So uh, it's first weekend was two weeks ago. Yep. So that's a nine to five on Saturday, Sunday. Yep. A full whole day just straight training. Yep. Practicing CPR, manual handling. Have you got a first aid certificate already? No, they skipped <gasps> for set one straight for set two. So you haven't even got, like, you haven't even done your, like, I don't I've even know what it. they call it. I've never done it. Haven't you? No. You don't have a first, well, I suppose if you've never worked in, like, an industry that requires one. I did a life-saving one, but then I never had the first aid. But if you've done life-saving, surely you'd I have to do I didn't get to do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't have the first aid. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Common sense. Yeah. Obviously. Right. So you're just skipping all the the providing. It's not even a certificate thing. It's like no. a it's it's providing it's a t- first aid one. Yeah. Yeah. They call it. But oh, okay. Skip straight to the cert two, which is yep. first thing we did was uh, CPR. Yep. So we got to practice on the dummy with an AED. Yep. Which is the thing that delivers the shocks to the body. Mm-hmm. So we got to practice with that, and you go 
straight full on two minutes, mm. giving them breaths as well. It's hard work, isn't it? Yeah. And that's just on a dummy. Yeah, it's actually surprising how much effort you have to put into it. Yeah. It would – I've never had to to administer CPR, but if you had to do it on a person and a small person and like they do say if you hear ribs cracking, keep going. Yeah. Like, yeah, ill, mm. ill. I don't know how we'd cope with that. Well, the pushes on the chest are to basically – Circulate the blood because mm. obviously the heart's not pumping, so mm. you need some external factor to pump it. Yeah. So obviously you don't want to crack the ribs, mm. but you also want to make sure they've got blood flowing all throughout their body. Yeah. So hopefully they can get out of their cardiac arrest. Yeah. So you've done two days already, yep. two weeks ago. You've got another one this weekend. Yep. How many more before you hit the road? Uh, this is the last induction training days. Okay. Yep. And then I still got driver training. Yep. A couple more weeks. Mm hmm. Uh, and then after that, I got a branch induction, which is I go through the branch with yep. that'll be with Jason. Yep. And uh, he'll tell me uh, where the drugs are kept, where the <laughs> <laughs> all the good the stuff. Special <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, like obviously where the vans are, where we go in to get into the hospital. Yep. Um, and then how to draw the drugs as well. Right. Administer. Yeah. Okay, so you get to you learn as an ACO, you learn how to administer, like draw the drugs and administer, yep. so that the paramedics themselves can tell you what they need. Wow, that's yeah. pretty involved for like a community officer. Yeah, that's a lot of training. Yeah. Well. What sparked your interest in this? Uh, I've always wanted to do something that helped people, mm. and obviously, army at one point was what I was going to do. Yep. But obviously, given my knee, I've also wanted to be a cop in the past. I've, yep. wanted, I've wanted to. Uh, you just want to be service. in a uniform. Yeah. <laughs> don't you really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about the SES? Have you ever thought about the SES? Uh, not really. I've always been interested in quickly, oh, not quickly, but SES does that too. Yeah. But always been interested in providing medical assistance. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Never thought about becoming a doctor? No. <laughs> Still not thinking about becoming a doctor? We could use no. some GPs around here, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, we love Jane, but she's only one person. Mm. Um, well, that's amazing. I mean, I would have also accepted the answer that you heard about it on the podcast and that's what inspired you. Well, I did hear about it. Yeah, great. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks. Well, we can tick that one off to uh, a success with the podcast. That's fantastic. It's great that you get to work with Joe, though. Have you met Joe before? Uh, not before last weekend. Oh, that right. Weekend, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, he's a good guy. You'll learn a lot from him. He's a very, very smart bloke. Very, very smart bloke. Speaking of other smart blokes, Seamus, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you oh, laugh at that? I'm not, no, no, I'm not on that level. <laughs> well, I mean, an ambulance officer, an ACO, as much as the idea I would love to, I'm just not built that way. I'm glad that there are people like you that look at this and go, oh, my God, I'd love to do that. That's brilliant. So congratulations. You should be really proud of yourself for at least taking the first steps and going, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, thank you. Good for you. And that's how Charlie Albanese started, just as an ACO and now is now a paramedic and a team leader yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So good for you and congratulations. Thank you. I w couldn't do it for all the money in China. But I'm glad there are people like you that can. <laughs> so when I have accidents and Shamo has injuries, there's people there yeah. to fix him. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of injuries and the season that was, how are, how is your body? Um, recovering now. Um, I've only just started running again a few weeks ago. I had a crack in the bottom of my tibia near my ankle. So um, we sort of found that by first injuring my collarbone as well. So Wait, what? 
Yeah, yeah. That um, that was like you a, know that was scanning the wrong area, right? Oh, your collarbone's a long way from your ankle. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd like flagged it before, and then like we were just like, oh, it's, it doesn't seem like much, and whatever. Like it wasn't really affecting me too much. Yeah. Um, but then it was slowly just getting worse and worse. Um, so I probably felt that like in around four in yeah. my um ankle tibia area, and then I think around around nine or ten, I mm. think um. Started, I uh, hurt me collarbone, and then um, they were like, "Oh, stuff it. We'll just go get a scan on your ankle and see if anything's going on." And there was a um, nice little stress fracture in the uh, bottom of your tibia, right in the ankle joint. So, um, if it was a bit lower in the foot, I probably would have had like four to six weeks off and just been back into it. But because it was in such a high risk area, <sighs> where it could have just fully snapped up the ankle and fully broken off, so <laughs> uh, yeah, had to get um. Another another op done and missed the rest of the year. Gosh, so that was round nine or ten you said? I think I think I got the op done like around the bias, so around thirteen, fourteen, around then, but So I you've was, missed like more than ten rounds. More uh, than half the season. Yeah, yeah. Again. <laughs> <laughs> again. Again. Yeah. So we've had the first cut, the first delisting. Yeah. And you managed to escape that. I'm surviving. Are you are you worried? Have you had conversations with management? Have yeah. Um, yeah, we have. We've had a few conversations. So we obviously have our exit meetings and stuff and mm. they sort of tell you where things are at there. Um, and then we had, for all the uncontracted players, um, had to have another conversation about that as well. So I was one of the first ones in. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was looking at could have been a bad thing. I was going to say, surely that, yeah, that's surely but, that's um, not a good thing. But then um, they sort of yeah just told me, oh, you're like one of the ones that will be waiting until the end of trade period, which is like almost mid October. So <sighs> it's a uh, yeah nervous wait. That's an um, excruciating wait. Yeah, no, it's pretty stressful. But um, oh. it's just whatever happens, happens, I guess. Well, I suppose there's not much you can do about it. And when you've had such horrific luck with mm, injuries, mm. Um, you look like you've built up a bit, though. From the last time you were in here, you look like you're almost double the man. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you know Have me? you been doing a fair bit of, like, strength yeah. stuff? Yeah, well, well, I had to wait for the collarbone to get good first. <laughs> so that was at least, mm. I don't know, it's only just getting, like, back to full sort of normal Yeah. Um, now. But um, you sort of have to push through it a little bit and just um, do what you can. Yeah. Um, I've only just started to get back into lower body workout stuff. So yep. um, it's, yeah, it's a slow build up, but um, yeah, I was sort of getting smashed with circuits and slowly into more upper body stuff um, towards the end of the year, which is uh, pretty fun. Now, <clears throat> yesterday you were playing basketball at the stadium. <laughs> yeah, just having a shot. Well, yeah, just having a shot. Now what happened last time you were just back in Robin Vale having a shot, Seamus? No, nothing. I don't want it to sound like your mother. However, I did think of it when I left last night. I thought, what am I doing? I didn't even say anything. It was low key, so it was. Oh, you were you were there with Jesse and Seth Connell. Seth is not low key in anything he does. No, uh, no, these two, Seth and Jesse, they go too hard. I know, I know how to control myself. <laughs> oh, you know how to. So tell us what happened last time you were playing basketball here in Robinvale, just low key having a shot. That what was happened? Years ago. Years ago. It was two years ago. No, nah, more than that. Two or three years ago. Wasn't that long ago? Oh, uh, it would have been, I don't know, nine or ten. You're nine or ten? Rubbish. Didn't you do something just before you got drafted? No, that was footy, a footy injury. Oh, was it? Yeah. I thought it was a basketball injury in the backyard. Oh, that would have – oh, that's <laughs> another one. Um, 
What was that? I, uh, I would have been there for that, wouldn't I? Nah, nah. I was by myself when I did that. Oh. Um, wow. I actually, that was, I don't know, 2018, I think. Yeah. End of, end of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a full meniscus tear pretty much. <laughs> On your own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Seamus, while you're home, like maybe just give the other yeah. sports a and miss. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> i tell you what could keep you occupied, though. What? Volunteering on the campaign. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll rock a shirt. I'll rock a shirt. Yeah, you should rock a shirt. <laughs> and at least, you know, you could come and people would love to meet you. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, I'm not sure. So <laughs> as far as, um, as what's to come after trade period, they're not looking to trade you anywhere yet, are they? Oh, Who could not. they get for you, do you reckon? Oh, I, d- I doubt they would. <laughs> uh, I haven't really done much. At, at That's what moment. I mean. Who would, who could they – not to take the piss, but who would they get for you, do you reckon? No, no. A dud probably. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no. Something – no. I don't think it would happen. So after trade period ends, though, they go through another round of delistings, don't they? Um, well, yeah, depending on list spots and who they've brought in and who's gone out and what's available yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Sort of, they'll know as soon as they like as soon as they know, they'll, they'll let me know. So, um, yeah, it's going to be um, pretty pretty nervous and stressful for the next few weeks. Anyway, it will, won't it? Mm. Mm, I don't envy your position yeah. at all. <laughs> I tell you what, we do love though, and I'm not the only one that loves this. I don't, I don't know how you feel about trade period, Jesse, but do you love it? Do you I do watch? Love it, yeah, because Carlton actually do pick up good players. Yeah, it doesn't seem to help you. Oh, well, although you've no, Carlton's had a good season this year, though. Not really. Uh, we didn't finish no, in the eight. No. no, but I tell you what, though, you've lost me a bet. Thanks very much. So Donny Falvo and I had a bet that last game because he's a one-eyed Collingwood supporter. And I know he's got all his teeth. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but I had a bet with him because I was sure that Carlton were going to beat them. Well, I was really hopeful that Carlton were going to – not that I enjoy Carlton football either, but I lost a bet by point. So now I have to put myself through a training session with Donnie at the stairs. Ooh. Yeah, it'll be pretty intense probably. Mm. Mm. I think I might need You'll a do well, I reckon. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> you were we'll training for it this morning. <laughs> I, was, I was out for a – I was trying to actually run out the stiffness in my legs from last Saturday, uh. <laughs> which was a bit, disapp- a bit uh. disappointing. But anyway, did you guys go to the grand final on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was on the um, bench with the 16s. Oh, that's right. You were yeah, too. Yeah. What did you think of the ground itself? It was actually really nice. That's my first time being there. Yep. Last time uh, Ron Bale had played there, I had COVID that weekend. Yeah. So I couldn't go. I did too. Yeah. Snap. <laughs> that was been, election day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably from the trivia night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It was after the trivia night super spreader event. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But no, the ground was actually really nice. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It looked magnificent. When you walked in, the look of the ground looked beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Even um, up above the netball courts and that, that little, like, seating area, that, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Just, like, look over everything as well. It is pretty cool. I don't know – and I did have a chat to the to the mayor afterwards because they, they want to have major events there, like mm. WNBL games. They're going to need a few more seats than that, but there is plan to put the, yeah. like, the – the seats that yeah. roll in and out. There was like on the other side, the oval and stuff. There's like not too many seats and stuff. No, there's none. Yeah. So 
But I'm hoping there's also plans to put a grandstand in there. Yeah, that'll be. If they're going to keep the grand final there. They're going to have to need a grandstand. Well, if they're going to have AFLW games and yeah. want to get like NAB Cup games and things, is it still the NAB Cup? I can never keep track of sponsorships. NAB League. NAB League, is yeah, it? Yeah, oh, League. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> NAB is still the sponsors, so that's the important part. Um, yeah, but if they want to get some of those games there, then they're going to have to put stands in. Um, and they've Combinate. got, yeah, they've got Kings of Leon too. I don't know where they're going to put all those people on that ground. Is it on the ground or is it in, inside that concert? I, I have no oh, idea. I have a clue. Oh, no one's going? <laughs> well, I probably won't. No, many though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's in November, I think so. Um, so what else then? What's your succession plan? If, you, if it, it doesn't turn out the way you want come early November, what's the plan? Come back um, to Robinvale and just play footy for the next 12 months? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's sort of if another opportunity rises, then I'll probably mm. take it. Mm. Um, Be silly if, not to. But if there's not another one, then I don't know. It's sort of speak to me manager and stuff. Um, just, yeah, I guess see what we do and where we go um, yeah. with it. And he has said that there's already been a few other clubs that have, like, contacted just to see what I'll do and um, there still could be another opportunity. So, um Yes. Is Frio still on the cards for you? If you got offered an opportunity at Frio, no, would you I go? I haven't heard anything about them. But just hypothetically but, speaking. Um, <laughs> it'd be a big move. It would be a big move. Um, well, I don't know for the weather I might, but <laughs> um, I'm pretty used to the Melbourne weather now anyway. So, well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if you, well, if, if, if weather's going to be your motivator, <laughs> would you consider the Gold Coast? That'd be pretty good up there. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah. You could get I'm, yourself into all sorts of trouble on the Gold Coast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, there's been a few stories I've heard up there. <laughs> so you're not going to let us in on what clubs are sniffing around though, are you? No. No, I didn't no, think so. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. Well, best of luck. Thank Fingers you. crossed that you can just stay where you are because they haven't seen the best of you yet. Yeah, yeah. They haven't They haven't been able to really because you've had no. broken bones yeah, and things all over. <laughs> hurt myself all the time. What are we going to do about that? I don't know. It's just – I don't even know. It's just um, – well, the last one, the ankle is just overload, I guess, so you can't really control. Overload? How much do you weigh? You'd weigh 55 kilos. <laughs> 80, come on. 80. Yeah. Oh, do you? Oh, well done. Good yeah. for you. I'm wow. a man mountain. I haven't weighed – you're a man mountain. <laughs> I haven't weighed 80 kilos since I was about eight years old. <laughs> 80 – and my ankles are not suffering, oh, mind yeah. you. I'm not – I'm running around on a netball court and jumping. Yeah. Don't know what it is. Yeah, don't – well yeah. – <laughs> It mustn't be that. It mustn't be overload. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's you know, I mean, obviously you'd be disappointed. Yeah. But. It was a tough, tough year again, but mm. better than the year before. Mm. Slightly better. But um, <laughs> How many games did you play this year? Um, seven or eight. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. How many games did you play the year before? Three official yeah. games. And then there was a few scratch matches because of COVID. Yeah, because of COVID. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, it was like it was good at the start of the year. I was looking pretty good. I got me a chance to play in the ones um, early on in the practice games and stuff, which was good. Yep. Um, and then I got changed into a different role, playing half back, which I hadn't really played before, um, and that went all right. So, um, yeah, just depends if they want to uh, pursue me in that position. Yeah. Again, uh, see how I develop. Well, if they're putting you in half back, they must see potential for you to have a role there, though. Yeah. And- I don't know. I don't really know. They don't give too much away. Yeah. Uh, from what I've heard, there's like, um, yeah, talk that I could be something and whatever, but um, mm. just, yeah, got to put the work in and stuff and yep. still uh, develop nicely as well. Keep focused and stay away from the basketball court. 
Stay you away from. You can't be saying that. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> Stay away from the basket. Uh, I didn't even think yesterday when you walked in. I just thought, oh, this is nice. It's, it's You're a all casual into- shot. It's a casual shot. <laughs> You just said you tore your meniscus having a casual shot on your own. Yeah, that was a freak accident. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I mean, though. Freak accidents can happen. So look after yourself, please. I'll I'll, I'll try my best. Right, and we'll sort you out with a T-shirt and uh, see you on the campaign trail. (laughs) Very good. Jesse, best of luck with it all. I'm super proud. I mean, I've got no place being proud of you, but when you said yesterday that you were being an ACO and then hopefully going on to be a paramedic, I thought that's... That's awesome. Well done. Thank you. So, and thanks for coming in, both of you, and waiting oh, for me good. to thanks for having me again. Finish talking. Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll see you again soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast. Find more local stories in Mildura Living Magazine.